It's the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast from the man that brought you RickyStokesNews.com. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. Plain and simple with just the facts. Because if you know Ricky Stokes, you know he'll call hogwash when he sees it. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. And now, here is Ricky Stokes. This is Ricky Stokes News I Am Calling You Out podcast episode number 22. I want to thank you people for uh, for listening and your feedback on these podcasts. Any subject you want me to look into, text Ricky at 334-790-1729. First off, we're going to jump into what's going on in Israel. I want to say I support Israel. Uh, what's happening with these people that and I can't that I don't know that I can pronounce the name the the Hoffans or whatever they are, Hamas, Hamas uh, that they're beheading people, beheading children and stuff like that. Uh, I just cannot wrap my mind around how any human being could harm somebody else, especially a child, uh, an infant, that they even have cut into live women and taken the baby out of the womb. Uh, according to some news reports. Now, one thing I do have a problem with is the news reports because with what all has been going on and happening, who do you believe? What, which, If you want to know what's happening somewhere else, which media site do you go to? Do you go to CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN, uh, Fox News, uh, MSNBC, whatever? Which news accounts do you believe of what's happening anywhere in Washington or anywhere? Because last time I watched Fox and CNN, which I do not watch them, I gave up on the news aspect back when Hillary and Trump were running against each other. Who do you believe of what's going on? But based on the accounts that we have and what Hamas has been doing, uh, uh, you cannot wrap your head around it. I've kind of been a little skittish because there's been some threats of American soul that's going to happen Friday. My grandson is with his aunt and uncle in Disney, uh, uh, our Universal Studios at Orlando this week. They're coming back tomorrow, and there's been some uh, uh, rhetoric that there's going to be some problems tomorrow on American soil. So use caution. Keep aware of your surroundings and who's around you uh, tomorrow and throughout the future until uh, this situation calms down. What also scares me is... We have a president of the United, or you have a president. I don't really call it my president, but uh, Joe Biden, I don't know that he even knows that there's a war going on. Uh, we are in sad, sad shape. And then we've got everybody running around trying to destroy Donald Trump. And if it's not very evident that that's political of what they're doing, and they're, they've waited till election time to start doing all this stuff on Trump to try to keep him from getting elected, but all they're doing is sending him on into the White House. And we do need a strong leader in the White House, and we've not had that since Joe Biden and Camilla Harris got uh, the reign of power. So uh, it is, uh, our, our country's in sad shape, ladies and gentlemen. It's in sad shape. Uh, please pray. Pray for our soldiers. Pray for the men and women that will hopefully will go over there and be trying to get it under control. But it's a sad situation when you see that there that people would – harm babies uh, cut a woman open and reach in her stomach and take the newborn out 
and and the baby while she's still alive. I just cannot fathom that. And uh, if I saw somebody doing that, I'd just go ahead on the record, and y'all can say this for the future. If it ever happens, I'll pop a cap in his head in a heartbeat, you know, to save a life of another. And uh, that it's just it's just unfathomable. I want to go into. We had a murder in Dothan Saturday morning, a gunshot wound to the head uh, behind uh, the old Denny Vision. Denny Vision is no longer located there. Uh, reports they had been to the Tanda Room, uh, which is right past there. Tanda does not like former Mayor Mike Smith because uh, there was discussion about closing the Tanda Room because of so much violence. The violence did not happen in the Tanda Room. I want to say that. I don't want them to put... Uh, covers in the urinal with Ricky's picture in it, like they have uh, some other people. But uh, Dothan Police Department has hit the street around the clock working it. I know that for a fact because I was given some information, passed it on to the uh, Lieutenant of Criminal Investigation Division, Dothan Police Department, and they got out at uh, like 8.30 at night and worked it and kept the person till 3 a.m. the next morning. And then hit a house at 5.40 a.m. and took a person into custody. They have two of the three suspects in the murder case. But it was he was shot in the head. Now, the person that was shot and killed, I'm not trying to talk about deceased, but he had been arrested uh, on stealing a gun, uh, had money in the car, driver had drugs, and I understand that uh, he was not Lily White. But I don't know what caused the shooting uh, to to take his life nothing you can do can justify taking somebody's life unless it's to protect somebody else save a life or uh, uh or your life if you're in danger so don't know all the facts and circumstances but the dothan police department has done a great job in the investigators because saturday morning i know for a fact this was a whodunit murder and a whodunit murder is you don't know who did it you don't, you don't have a lot to go on uh, other than you've got a dead body laying in a parking lot. So Dothan Police Department, with the help of the public, has done a great job in identifying suspects, investigating, putting the case together, and they've worked around the clock. I got a text uh, last night that somebody was fussing, but why does Dothan Police Department allow their officers to drive out of the county uh, their, their police cars? There's a rule at the city of Dothan that you have a 30-minute response time. When they call you, that you've got to be in the city limits of Dothan within 30 minutes. Officers will drive the cars home. Understand, last night we had rain. Had the rain been heavier and traffic lights went out all over Dothan, they would have called officers out. The officers have everything they need in their car, the rain jackets, the specialized equipment, uh, salt rifles, whatever's needed uh, to handle a situation, but they would have called off-duty officers in to help because while you got to have inter- officers in an intersection, guess what? you got to have officers handling calls and wreck calls and burglary calls, and you got to have them still patrolling because if the power's out, the business and, and residential community want the officers in that area looking and being able to quickly respond. And so uh, you also have members that are specialized like traffic division, if you have a serious critical wreck with injuries and or a fatality, 
they call the specialized traffic division out. Now, let me, ladies and gentlemen, I've seen the reports that the traffic division turns out that are traffic homicide investigators. They're very thorough. They're very detailed on the cars. They're very detailed. They put the cars on a rack, look up under them. Uh, they do a, a very thorough investigation on the vehicle and where the people have been. So those are some officers. I don't know where they live. They may live within the city limits. They may not live within the city limits of Dothan. You got some of them that's on the SWAT team that may or may not. I know at one time the commander of the SWAT team lived in Malvern. He's retired now. But it, they can drive their cars home because in a moment's notice, they have to roll. And you don't want them having to roll to the police station to swap from the personal vehicle to the police car to be able to respond. You want to be able to respond very quickly. Last night, there was a wreck uh, with injuries on 123 North at Wicksburg. The response time for the deputy was one minute. One minute from the call came out, he was on the scene. And it was overturned in a ditch with possible entrapment. It had two people in the vehicle. So, uh, now he was on duty, but if he hadn't have been, they would have rolled units. Uh, one day, that I was sitting at my desk at my office, and I heard Hartford who had a child, and they were performing CPR on the child. And they left coming to Dothan. I happened to be talking to the former Dothan-Houston County Emergency Management Director, Chris Jude, on the phone, who is at Brandon Stan in West Main. And he said, traffic is bumper to bumper. I called the patrol lieutenant, Tony Turner, told him what was going on. Lieutenant Turner took off to Wicksburg. Uh, Director Judah took off to Wicksburg. Uh, at that time, he was Sergeant Asbill, uh, was at Wicksburg. And James Ivey, who's the deputy sheriff now, uh, I mean, a county commissioner, whatever he is, uh, he lives in Wicksburg. Well, the four of them intercepted Hartford's ambulance and brought them to Flowers Hospital without having to slow down, weave in and out of traffic. They were fighting to save the life of a child. And the last thing you need to do is that ambulance weaving in and out of traffic, and the person that's doing CPR trying to save that person is bouncing all around in the back of the ambulance. So there are a lot of reasons that the officers drive the vehicles home. There's one that sits at the Dale County Jail. I don't know who it is. I don't know what officer it is, but I don't know where he lives. But apparently he lives a little further than the 30-minute response, so he leaves his uh, Dothan Police vehicle at the Dale County Jail in Ozark, Alabama. But it's where he can get to it rapidly and get to Dothan rapidly and uh, for whatever is needed. You, would re you don't realize how many times they are called out, and nobody ever makes an appointment. It's like Saturday morning on this murder case. Now, I was not on the scene, but I can guarantee you had units cutting the traffic on at Main and Foster Street, in Crawford and Foster Street. You had uh, officers working the scene, uh, trying to – anybody that was out in downtown talking to them, getting their names, did you, did you see anything, that type stuff. But while that's going on, guess what? You've got a city that's still going on. So you got to have officers answer calls while the officers are on that call. Uh, and that was they were there till probably around 7 o'clock, and the call came out at 3.13 a.m. So that's the reason the officers drive the cars home. There's a legitimate reason, and it's your safety, your protection, and that's the reason they drive the cars home. So stop the hogwash as far as fussing about it. It's justifiable. And uh, I've seen it, I hear it, I listen to it, I, 
I witness it on a daily basis, and there is reason they drive them home. This is Ricky Stokes. I'll be right back. You're listening to the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast, and you can call Ricky out anytime at 334-790-1729 or email ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com. And we're back. This is Ricky Stokes News I'm Calling You Out podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to send condolences to the family of uh, former Senator Roger Bedford. His nickname was Roger the Dodger Bedford. He served in the Alabama Senate for a bunch of years. He passed away with cancer at age 67. I've realized 67 is not that old. Used to, it was an old age. But Roger Bedford was one of the older type people of the Alabama politics uh, a lot of people liked him. A lot of people did not like him. But there's one thing about Roger Bedford. He tre- treated you re- with respect, but he also knew how to get things done. And so many people in political office today, that uh, they, they don't know how to get anything done. They don't know how to solve a problem. And, and all they want to do is talk about it. Well, Roger Bedford solved problems. He got things done. He brought home the bacon for his district. And uh, he was a, a good senator. Whether you liked him or disliked him, he was a good senator that he knew how to do things. Ladies and gentlemen, whether they, some of them in political office don't like, I say this, but politics is a game. You got to know how to play the game. If you don't know how to play the game, you're never going to accomplish anything. And we've got some people in office that's never accomplished anything. Uh, you just, you got to roll up your sleeves and know how to accomplish things. When folks say, well, we, we have to get legislation passed. It's not that difficult. Just do it. Roll up your sleeves. Give it a shot. Try it. I have done it. When I was 22 years old, I got legislation passed. So just roll up your sleeves and do it and quit talking about it. And that's what Roger Bedford would do. So condolences to his family on him passing away. Uh, he's been retired from the Senate for a number of years. But uh, Roger the Dodger Bedford uh, did serve his where he came from well and served them with honor and distinction. Uh, he had a lot of people firing at him. But I'm going to tell you something. What I have learned over the years, when you do something and you try to do something, you're going to have people firing at you. You're going to have people that don't like you because you're a leader. And I, I, I have a lot of people that don't like me. So I must be doing a good job because in the news business, if everybody liked me, I wouldn't be doing my job. So uh, the criticism and the comments, they don't bother me. Now I learn from some of them. Some of them, you're right. Heck, I don't always agree with myself. But uh, you, you've just got to get in there and slug it out and, and do things. So uh, Roger Bedford did things, and so many of our political leaders today just talk about it and never solve it. So uh, I do have condolences to his family. I'm going to wrap it up today. There's a few things that I really want to address, but I'm going to make some folks mad and, and real mad. I'm going to see if I can solve it without it. If not, I'm going to call them out, okay, because the stuff's there. I'm going to call them out if I can't solve it between now and next week when we do the podcast. So for today, cutting this on Thursday, this is Ricky Stokes News. This is Ricky Stokes. I'm calling you out podcast. Have a good day. 
Find Ricky on his website at rickystokesnews.com, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. You can also email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com or text Ricky anytime at 334-790-1729. And tune in next time for the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, or TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. Hogwash.